the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Looking for strategies to help you protect your portfolio in these uncertain times? Visit RobBlack.com. RobBlack.com. Powered by EP Wealth. A lot of big headlines today. And Apple reports after the market closes. What did the Fed do yesterday that caused the markets to rally? We're going to talk about that and much, much more on today's episode. Today's guide towards retirement. Target CEO says shoppers are pulling back even on groceries. Target CEO also defends pulling some LGBTQ merchandise after the backlash. Peloton shares are sinking today on why did it expected loss? Bad news for paid subscriptions. Labor costs show surprise decline in the third quarter. That should make the Federal Reserve very, very happy. Uber shipping CEO says the freight recession is at a new tipping point. Wagovi could get expanded FDA approval within six months, so says Novo Nordisk, for more treatments to lose weight, potentially fight diabetes, potentially to um, stop heart disease. What what will they get labels for and what will they not get labels for? A new Beatles song is set to release after 45 years with the help of AI. I can't say I'm all that excited by that. I'm sure someone out there is. Um, but I can't say I am Shopify up 15% today on earnings beat and rosy guidance. A lot of people think Shopify is a, uh, Amazon junior or Amazon light or poor man's Amazon. Don't want to disparage poor man, you know, um, all four major markets are higher. The fed is done raising interest rates. So says the bet. This should allow us to have a market rally. All I'm throwing down. Don't get too excited. Yesterday, markets rallied after the Fed called in their business. Fed kept interest rates the same for the second straight month in a row, leaving the door open for future hikes. Jay Powell and friends also upgraded their assessment of the economy to growing at a strong pace from a solid pace. Alphabet and Meta were rising yesterday. Semiconductor makers, AMD, Micron, NVIDIA, and Intel all gained big broad tech rally. AMD was up 9.6% after earnings. Microsoft's AI co-pilot may be coming to your office. Um, I've goofed off with ChatGPT. I'm sure most people have. It's the fastest growing app ever as far as users. So Microsoft getting the AI co-pilot makes sense because I do my emails through Microsoft. I do my writing through Word. ChatGPT stands to benefit. Your boss may be considering adding Microsoft Copilot to your company's enterprise Microsoft 365 subscription. ChatGPT powered tool, which is described as if Clippy got his MBA. A smart assistant intended to save you time by turning Word documents into PowerPoint presentations. 
for a business of 300 employees. Licenses are going to be 330 each, 30 each. You want to add Copilot to your Microsoft 365 subscription on top of existing subscription fees, $36 and $57 per month. Um, 30 bucks. Um, getting proficient in Microsoft Copilot or ChatGPT, it's going to be a resume skill. So you want to brush up, think about getting hired, finishing up your college years, consider taking a class on, even start watching some YouTube videos on how to use Copilot. By the end of next year, almost 6.9 million knowledge workers in the U.S. could be using Copilot. Piper Sandler also projects that um, fear of missing out will push businesses to purchase a Copilot to stay competitive with industry rivals using the tool. Some headlines out there. U.S. Treasury laid out its plans for new bonds. Even the Federal Reserve announced its interest rate decision yesterday. Jerome Powell wasn't the government official investors were most anxious to hear about. It was Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen who gave an update on the size of upcoming bond auctions. This is really boring stuff. So I'm going to skip right over that and say. For economic nerds, it's fascinating. Hearing Janet Yellen explain the government and how they're going to focus on the shorter term notes rather than the longer term ones. That prompted rally in 10 and 30 year bonds. Toyota has given its U.S. factory workers a raise. Toyota is going to boost pay in the U.S. Japanese automakers, U.S. manufacturer workers who are not unionized will receive a 9% pay pump. Pump up the paycheck. Pump it up. Company is also shortening the time it takes employees to make it to the highest pay group to four years from eight. And often more paid time off. Um, big story on offshore wind yesterday. I don't want to get into it. There's just some stories that just don't work. Anytime you want to watch a video of me talking, you can always find me at Rob Black Show, Rob Black Show. Maybe I'll do more of those on YouTube next year. Just random talks. I've done those in the past and people seem to like them. Want those tacos? It seemed like a good idea that you got the other night to come tonight. DoorDash it, right? DoorDash has been testing out alerts reminding customers to include a gratuity. What do you think about that? If they want your, if you want your food to come quickly, delivery company pays drivers between $2 and $10 per order and lets them keep the entire tip because it's delivery people get to pick which orders they want to sh- shuttle. Ones without tips tend to take longer to get selected. Interesting, right? Doesn't make me angry, but it does make me something. I don't know what it is. Tom Cruise is 61 years old. He can get Social Security next year. Disney's buying up the rest of Hulu, having agreed to buy out Comcast's one-third stake in the streamer for at least $8.6 billion. Hulu seemed like such a great idea where ABC, NBC, CBS, and Fox all were going to contribute content. Um, keep costs reasonable. Have you seen how much a Hulu uh, subscription is now? It's like TV. It's like cable. Texas Rangers won their first World Series title in franchise history. The infant mortality rate in the U.S. rose last year for the first time in 20 years. Israel-Hamas war raging on still. President Biden said he believed there should be a pause in the fighting to get prisoners out. 
I don't know. A lot, a lot, a lot of things I could say right now that would probably get someone mad at me. Washington, D.C. is suing landlords, a company called RealPage, an alleged rent-fixing scheme. That kind of stinks, doesn't it? The more data these companies get, the more they're able to use it against us. Let's take a look at some of the stories that we're going to have to hit upon today. One. The market was oversold after three months of selling. Speculation is rising. It was due for a bounce from an oversold condition. That's maybe what we're getting right now. Tonight, we're going to get Apple. Apple's important because it's uh, such a big part of the S&P 500. And you keep hearing about earnings season. When you're a big part of the S&P 500, you're a big part of the S&P 500's earnings projections. 30. That's the narrative right now. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. The Bank of England followed suit with the FOMC and voted to maintain their bank rate at five and a quarter percent. So no news there. Find me online at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. What's the best way to choose a financial advisor? Download our guide at robblack.com. That's robblack.com. Powered by EP Wealth. Novo Nordist, ticker symbol NVO, says it can't make weight loss drugs fast enough. Profits jumped. Sales jumped 38%. Let's start there. 38%. It makes popular weight drug, uh, weight loss drugs, anti-obesity medicines, Wagovi, and Ozempic. O-O-Ozempic. And I would say it's fair that the society's fascination has been caught. Company sales growth was driven by demand for the drugs in the United States, but the company said that it's having to restrict supplies of some doses. That could open up the door for its rival Eli Lilly, which is expected to gain approval for Monjorno diabetes drug to test uh, treat OBC to gain market share. Novo Nordisk shares are up 40% this year on excitement over its weight loss and type 2 diabetes drugs. The company's market value has climbed to roughly $430 billion, making it one of the most valuable healthcare companies in the world. It has potential to go much higher. If you believe the thesis that these drugs are pretty well tested and they're not going to cause brain tumors or a baby's arm to grow out of her back. If you believe in the thesis that they will get more approval for more items other than just diabetes and weight loss, for instance, kidney disease, cardiovascular disease, what else can they help us with? It's not up to the imagination. People who have been taking Ozempic and Wagovi have said that they used to be like uh, nail biters or um, alcoholics. So these drugs are curbing inhibitions that we didn't really think about. Sugar's an inhibition. 
if you can get into helping an addict, these stocks can go a lot higher. Just throwing that down there for you. If we decide that keeping people at a healthy weight is better for Medicare and the U.S. health system and the insurance companies get behind, you know, if we spend $13,000 a year, we're going to prevent a $60,000 heart attack. Nova said it expects sales for 2023 to climb 32 to 38%. Their prior estimate was 27 to 33, so it's up to 32 to 38. Nova also raised its sales guidance to reflect increased expectations. A higher dose version of Ozempic called Wagovi is sold as a weight loss treatment. A lot going on in that story, ladies and gentlemen. Um, a lot going on. Markets are higher today. Sometimes when the markets are widely higher, I like looking at what's not higher. Airbnb had a nice quarter, but they said things are slowing. Um, I'm going to have to look at their valuation. That is a stock that I own. It's the most speculative stock that I own. Amazon's up like one penny. So I see Airbnb as they reported earnings. That's their victim today. Brian Chesky on Airbnb's earnings call. He kind of reminded me of why a company's headline grabbing setbacks aren't always the end of the world. The company was desperately trying to grow its business in China in 2020. It also wanted to expand beyond home rentals into experiences and other travel products. None of those bets really paid off. They've curbed experiences in the past 18 months. They've pulled out of China. It's one of the few IPOs from 2020 that's still way above its IPO share price from 68 to 120. Its market capitalization day is about $77 billion. It grew revenue 18% last quarter. Free cash flow swelled by 37%. Even though China didn't work out for Airbnb, Chesky pointed out Korea as one of the company's fastest growing markets and said it would be underpenetrated in many international markets. So they have opportunities. It has cut back experiences. Chesky said the company can continue to grow by double digits every year if it can get more people to pick Airbnb rentals over hotels. I think Airbnb got into some bad publicity from some bad owners who wanted you to do the dishes, who wanted you to um, do laundry. Some of those are reasonable, but if it's going to be the same price of a hotel, I'll let the hotel do the laundry. You know what I'm saying? I like Airbnbs at this point in my life because when I go into another town, I kind of like having a place to cook. I don't want every meal if I'm on vacation for a week or 10 days to be at a restaurant because then I'm going to need Wagovi or Ozempic. Airbnb is a recent case study of why going after more modest opportunities sometimes pays off. Um, nice quarter, just they talked about slowing and you can't, well, you can talk about slowing, but those are the companies that are coming out of earnings season getting hit. 
Nvidia is back up to four hundred thirty dollars, up ten bucks today. Wow, they don't when they take a breather, they don't last long. Right now, everything is higher that I can see. Duke Energy a little bit lower, and Airbnb a little bit lower. Qualcomm had a nice quarter. Holy mackerel! I haven't had that been able to say that in a long time. <clears throat> Qualcomm licenses a lot of intellectual property. To me, they look very cheap. If you believe smartphones rebound, and this will probably be a Apple story tomorrow. Um, Qualcomm has a pretty nice dividend yield of 2.89% and a PE of 15 times earnings compared to a company like an Apple that's got over 30 times earnings. It's PE for next year looks to be about 12 and a half. Now, again, not quite the grower or the total earner of an Apple but what's good for Apple is pretty good for Qualcomm in the short term. So we'll see how Apple's night does and see if it carries everything. Wow. I don't see this often. Look at this. The SP 500, the Dow, the NASDAQ, the Russell, all higher, all higher nicely. This is a broad bet that the end of the year rally is starting right now. And the fed's done. Gold is a little bit higher at 1990 an ounce. My good man, give me one ounce of gold. What are you going to use it for? I don't know. I don't get gold. I Sorry. I know it's a physical asset, and you can hug it, and you can kiss it. 30. But other than that, I don't get it. That makes me more, I think, of a millennial than a boomer. And I'm a Generation Xer, torn between two lovers. You can find me on Lion Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Need a portfolio review, a financial snapshot? Drop me an email, Rob at robblackshow.com. For more information about EP Wealth, visit robblack.com. That's robblack.com. So this is the segment I usually like to do a little strategy in. Real estate commissions are big money. A recent jury award could flip the housing market upside down and change the way we buy homes. I'm not exaggerating. It sounds like it, right? Buyers, sellers, and real estate agents won't see changes anytime soon, but the process of buying a home or selling a home has probably likely moved into a lowering the costs phase, reducing commissions, and changing the way sellers and agents market homes. Analysts say the verdict will weaken the MLS system. Agents may no longer use MLS if they no, if they no longer guaranteed com- compensation by it. Um, Realtors Association said they're going to appeal the jury's decision. The judge in the case, Stephen Bow, needs to issue his final order. The date could become available in the next few days. There's another similar class action lawsuit. In the Northern District of Illinois, its next status hearing is scheduled for the end of this month. As a guy who bought and sold a home in the last two or three years, and then before that, 10 years. What if I own like four or five properties in my life that I've let go? I'd like to see some changes. In large part, we've seen money come out of the stock market as far as buying and selling stocks. 
it used to be a club where you had to pay $400 to buy a stock, $400 to sell a stock. So you better be right with your stock picking. Now it's free for most and very low fees for uh, exchange traded funds. Changes to the rules or elimination of the rules will significantly increase transparency for consumers around real estate agent compensation. The change will allow buyers to negotiate fees with agents or negotiate with a seller to pay their broker's fee. Times are changing, but they're going to take a while. One analyst expects a bigger cut. Commission rates could fall by 200 basis points or more. From 6% down to 4% or 3% down to 1%, depending on which side of the deal buying or selling you're on. Typical seller in the U.S. paid 5.5% commission last year. Other countries around the world um, can do transactions half to 78% cheaper than we can. Why can't we do that? So out of 32 countries surveyed, the most expensive place to sell a home is the United States. Agents who are subject to what the firm described as a higher transparency requirements found that agent commissions fell 15 to 25 basis points over the course of four years. I think that's would be lovely. Let's talk. Um, the average generation Xer. that's me. We're in our 40s and 50s. I hate to say it, but we're starting to approach our retirement age. Average Gen Xer has about $40,000 saved for retirement. $40,000, that's it, my fellow brother Xers? Many Xers are behind what they should be saving for retirement. That's no doubt. If you earn $100,000, your goal should be to have around $1 million in retirement savings. You want sometimes somewhere near ten. Times your salary. So if you're making 50, what do you need? 500,000. If you're making 200, what do you need? 2 million. Now I'm going to double that number from 10 times to 20 times. So you know your salary right now. Times it by 20. And that's where I want you to get for your retirement savings. I want you to have more left over when all is said and done. So if you're supposed to have 10 times your salary, that's implying that generation Xers are saving only 40,000. That's not good. That number should be more like 400,000 at this time. Tips for generation Xers to boost their retirement savings. Uh, well, first and foremost, the amount you can put in your 401k keeps going up. The IRS announced yesterday that we could put even more money into our retirement savings next year. How much more? $23,000 for 401k plans, $7,000 for IRAs. That's not too shabby. They've also boosted contribution limits for IRAs, to, like I said, to $7,000 in 2024, up from $6,500 in 2023. Catch-up contributions are remained unchanged at 1000 bucks. At age 50, if you have a 401k, you could put in an extra $7,500. All these rules for the 401k is also applied to 403Bs and most 457 plans. 
the Roth IRA contribution phase out for married couples will together filing will rise from 230,000 to 240,000. I think that's one area where our government's getting it right. After years of staying stagnant, they're raising how much we can sock away ourselves. If I was a generation expert who hasn't saved enough for retirement, I would consider gig work on the weekends. Absolutely. Gig work, side jobs, extra cash, can't knock the hustle. There's a company called Upwork or TaskRabbit to find opportunities. I would absolutely be an Instacart sharper, shopper. Especially if I lived in a, there's an area in Santa Rosa called uh, Rankin Valley, and it's nicknamed Rankin Valley. So if you can be an Instacart shopper in an area that drinks a lot, I know that sounds morbid, right? Go Google what counties in America have the most alcoholics. Oh, now let's, let's not say alcoholics. That's just mean. What counties in the United States have the most alcohol consumption? You can make some serious deal right me. Um, consider Roth IRA conversions. One of the most important things that a CFP can do is manage your taxes with a five-year plan out there. Um, looking into the future of what your income brackets are going to be, you should start managing your tax bracket today if you're a Generation Xer. I do. I do everything I can not to be at the top tax rate. If I can get one bracket lower, I'm stoked. If I can get two brackets lower, I have a party. And if you're a Generation Xer and you need a financial review, contact me. I'm offering you a lifeline right now. Um, throwing that down there for you. Peloton shares are sinking on wider than expected loss. Bad news for paid subscriptions. How long until we get the shotgun out for this baby? It's like a wounded animal. Peloton's sales during the fiscal quarter were higher than expected, but its losses underperformed expectations. The company's fitness, Pricey Bike and Bike Plus, struggling to convert new users to paid subscriptions. For its holiday quarter, Peloton is expected to have revenue between 715 and 750 million, an 8% drop compared to last year. That doesn't sound so bad. What's the problem is they're losing money. That's the problem. They get about $415, $415 million from subscriptions, $180 million from the bikes. It's an uphill climb. Get it? Woohoo! Woohoo! I'm funny. It's an uphill climb for. Hmm. Okay. I'll be quiet. You can now rent their bikes, not own them, as long as you get a subscription. There's a lot going on in that messy company. I hate to say this because it sounds like I'm stealing it from someone else on TV. You can't buy companies that are losing money right now. They're just not working on Wall Street. Target CEO says shoppers are pulling back even on groceries. Target's a big tell. Um, McDonald's is a big tell. McDonald's said lower income. I guess probably in the zip code, right? That's probably how they're figuring that out. Because they're not asking, how much do you make? Do you want a Big Mac? But there's lower income eaters are dropping away from McDonald's. But the higher income and mid-income are flocking to it. Same thing with Target. We get a big insight into the economy. Even in food and beverage, 
the unit numbers of items they're buying has been declining. As we're gearing up towards the crucial holiday season, Target said its full year sales and profit expectations in August were cut back in August, despite a growing number of economists delaying or scrapping calls for a recession. The CEO of Target said the company has faced a turnabout from previous holiday seasons. During the height of the COVID crisis, it didn't have enough merchandise because of a pandemic-related supply chain bottlenecks. Last year, they had too much of the wrong inventory. So they've taken a very conservative approach to planning inventory this year. They're lean going into the big seasonal moments. Um, I like Target for one reason, one reason only. They've been around for a long time, and they pay a nice dividend. Does that make any sense? Like, you have to have reasons why you like companies and why you don't. One. Amazon unveils a buy now, pay later option for small business owners. That's a tough one to get behind. Elon Musk told Joe Rogan he bought Twitter to stop the extinctionist mind virus. He gives wacky interviews. Um, if I was a Tesla shareholder, I'd be very nervous. 30. Just because you kind of want your CEO to be CEO, like, you know, uh, you want to be someone who's admired, not someone who's controversial. Starbucks stock rises 10% as U.S. customers buy into pricier drinks. Woo! You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. Visit the Rob Black Show online at robblackshow.com. Listen to archived podcasts, market updates, and information from EP Wealth's certified financial planners online at robblackshow.com. You know, I kind of made fun of Elon Musk earlier in the show. I just don't trust him. He said the cyber truck is going to trickle out until 2025. I think he's got the vision wrong on that one. I think it's a hell of a prototype. Don't get me wrong. But when you try to bend steel and then mass produce, mass produce bent steel, it's very, very difficult. He's learning that the hard way. I think that fl- product is going to be a flop. You're going to see cyber trucks trickle out. <clears throat> At the end of this year and into next year, the margins are going to be disastrous because a lot are going to have to be thrown away. If it ever gets into one accident, good luck. Forming metal into odd patterns and sharp angles is very, very difficult to do. So I've got about 70 apps on my phone. A friend of mine has 120. And I asked him, would you ever go with the Elon Musk idea of having X be everything? He wants to have an everything app, a lot like WeChat, has success in China with um, over uh, a billion Chinese. And he said, I'm not Chinese. I don't have to do what the government says. He doesn't want Elon Musk having access to all of his financial information on the various apps. Interesting, right? I think that's what I'm trying to get across of having a CEO who's very CEO-y. It feels like Musk is going to continue to stumble with Twitter, also known as X. 
heard an interesting made up word. CVS and Walgreens workers are walking out of pharmacies. Organizers calling this week's pharmacy walkouts Farmageddon after estimating that thousands of workers clocked out from Monday to Wednesday. CVS and Walgreens pharmacists across the country walked out of the job as protests started in gaining momentum. It's not about the money. Pharmacy workers are not demanding bigger checks. They want their employees, employers to hire more staff and change policies that make them rush. One store manager said the pharmacy fills 450 prescriptions in a typical day, around half to be counted out pill by pill. And administers 45 vaccinations per shift. That's a lot of work. That's a big workload. Nearly three quarters of the U.S. pharmacists say they don't have enough time to safely do their jobs. And that they lead to harmful errors like mixing up prescriptions. I, I support that walkout. Keep in mind, I'm on no prescription drugs at this time. Um, match shares swiped a near record low after Tinder and Hinge parent forecast lower revenue growth. Match says singles are spending less on subscriptions as inflation weighs on their swipe budgets. You know, match and Tinder have tried to come out with $500 a month subscriptions for power users. I used to have a pretty funny joke about uh, Tinder being a big old database of sexually transmitted diseases, but I'm trying to be 22% nicer this year than last year. I know you're saying that's not even funny. It's not. Uh, we work reportedly filing for bankruptcy as soon as next week. I'm okay with that. Earnings tonight from Apple. It's going to be a good one. I'm going to be interested in hearing all about it. Live Nation. Live Nation and concerts. I've spent more this year on concerts than I ever have in my life. Um, and I get the feeling that's going to be the same as next year. And no, I did not see Taylor Swift. Yelp is going to come out with earnings tonight, as is Sweetgreen. We'll get an idea on a salad restaurant. Really? <laughs> When I was 20 years old, I said I would have made a bet that that would never happen. I would have been wrong. Oh, Expedia reports tonight, as does Ferrari. Starbucks had a nice quarter. Um, I throw that down there because it's, it's an easy one for you to understand. I don't directly own shares of Starbucks. I own some S&P 500 type of funds. So I guess I own it by proxy. But... <sighs> I want you to buy for your kids shares, maybe NVIDIA or Microsoft or Starbucks, just to show them what they are. Now, Starbucks has a very high P.E. ratio. So that's awful advice. It trades at 30 times earnings. It pays a dividend yield of about two and a half percent. If you buy it for your kids, say next time you go to Starbucks, you know, see this croissant. They didn't used to have food. Now they have food. Some Starbucks have alcohol. Um, I don't, like I said, I don't own any shares directly, and you can probably see why it's the high valuation company. But if I were to buy it, I'd buy it for my kids this year, next year, the year after that. I think it's a lovely franchise. Maybe McDonald's is bop, 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 more your cup of tea for showing your kids how to invest 
and the benefits of reinvesting those dividends over time. Buy them 10 shares and then reinvest the dividends and you soon you'll have 11 shares. And then down the road, you'll have 12 shares. And your, your 10 shares made babies of two little shares. And those two little shares pay dividends and soon they'll have another share. While your original 10 share block is having babies and still making more dividends. So McDonald's is way cheaper than Starbucks. I'd probably say McDonald's over Starbucks. One. I'd probably say Microsoft over NVIDIA because I like the dividend of Microsoft. Um, but teach your kids a little bit. I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that's a good thing. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. We are moving into the final quarter, uh, last two months of the year. And the markets are starting to rally. And the markets rallied after the Fed talked. And a lot of people read between the lines that he might be done raising interest rates. Next time, if he starts lowering rates, sometimes in 2024, the market will get further legs. 30. In my opinion, consult a broker advisor with particular action on anything I say. And Lord knows, don't invest with what you need in the next one, two, or three years. It's a long game process. It is not a short term. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Questions about Social Security? Check out the Social Security Retirement Guide at robblack.com. That's robblack.com. Powered by EP Wealth. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.